everybody welcome to the smolly talk podcast we got a special episode today with your host josh shrinko and christian vaughn what's up christian what's up dude yeah we, we put one more in the freaking lockbox. davy jones locker dude it's it's a lost <laughs> app that will never actually i would like to see you per- publicly burn your telephone so that that <laughs> podcast episode never makes it out yeah we uh we dropped we, some slurs oh we, yeah oh we had some slurs <laughs> not race not racial not racial in any way but there were slurs dropped there were lots of f's there were lots of f's given uh we burned a a, a great few spots uh and those they'll all they're completely lost you can get them only on josh's only fans <laughs> the boys got a little wild got a little loose loose lipped on the recording and um you know i think what caused us to kind of second guess ourselves was the absolute just gargantuan day that we had that Really, I think it's safe to say the best single day of fishing in Indiana we've ever experienced, right? Or or ever heard of, to be honest. I mean, I don't want to toot our own dicks or anything, but I think it's probably <laughs> about the... I don't know. You're definitely dude. tooting our dicks when you say that. I'm, I'm, I am legend, dude. That's that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Uh, do you I remember mean, what? Do you remember what first got us started, though? Before we get into the day, do you remember the first thing you said that got us all that kicked off this this uh shit show was uh you said something about how the live scope guys are going to be pissed at us after our our joey walton episode yeah i heard that it was a little little rumor floating around the community uh about how we broke some sacred laws of the live scope community so i'm just gonna put it this way this isn't exactly what i said uh in the initial podcast but uh, live scope guys definitely put the LGBTQ. They put the L in, in that little acronym. Uh, no, but for real, I, I don't care about live scope at all. Um, but yeah, if you're upset because we talked about live scope secrets on our last podcast, I don't know, you know, develop an eating disorder, make yourself more interesting. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> That's all uh, I'm gonna say. I don't know anything about Life Scope to be honest, and I don't either. You know, Joey came on and said what he said, and you know, he was kind of a little bit like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that type of thing. And we were kind of like, bro, it's already locked in. <laughs> you, I think this is when you you pulled out the only spe- we can put <laughs> shit in the lockbox, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if you say it, it's fair game on our podcast. You're like, yeah, we only have seventy thousand listeners, and you could hear him gulp over Zoom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't a good gulp either? It was, uh, which is also a noise I've never heard. But uh, anyways. <laughs> No, I think I, I do think though for real, like I thought I think LiveScope is super interesting because it's something I don't know a lot about. And I do think it probably takes quite a bit to like figure it out to like be able to use it effectively. Just like anything else. 
Um, but I, I do take complete umbrage with anybody who would be mad that we talked about secrets, uh, live scope secrets. That's insanity, and I don't like it. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like to me, it's like saying like we like talk too much about how to adjust your drag on your on your right. reel or something like i, I mean it's a tool uh, people can talk about how to use it <laughs> don't give out our secrets on drag settings dude <laughs> yeah. yeah i know i was like wild well uh ironically enough you're already ha- people already hate you for using live scope don't be so ridiculous as to get offended <laughs> when people talk about it it's not fight club as much as you and your fat nerd friends want it to be fight club it is not Fight Club, dude. We can all talk about it. Uh, yeah, I wish I had Live Scope. Uh, we had Live Scope when we were out there on Sunday. I feel like that's like one of the. There's probably been about a dozen times where I'm like, yeah, this would work really well right now, and uh, it inspired me to really give some uh, thought and research to the side scan that I have on my boat, yep. and we used the shit out of that. Um, yep. on Sunday. Nice, nice segue, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> uh, it was actually, you know, I grew up with using electronics, but very, very rudimentary use like depth, you know, temperature. Um, I was never a guy that was like out chasing open water, smallmouth and trying to, or even largemouth and marking them on graphs and stuff. So I really never learned how to use them. And, you know, the, I have two, um helix sevens on that jet boat and honestly i'll turn them on and like like i don't know what the hell i'm looking at so i'm like man there's a lot of resources out there because people aren't jerk wads and they actually make informative videos on how to use them and come to find out my settings were all wonky on that thing right. i had it set out for like 150 feet on each side of the boat which essentially makes the picture unreadable so we uh, set it up to way more um, friendly settings for the river. And dude, I mean, I, I was really surprised. Fact. I, yeah, I, I mean, we used it to some effect. I, I we did. It was great. You know, I, I felt like it was a pretty definitive. Uh, now, some of the time we were looking at it, we're like, I don't know what I'm looking at. or, But when we actually did find the fish and we're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's fish. Then we cast there and caught them. Like, I, it, it definitely helped. And for the first time of really digging into it um, and using it real world world situation, I was actually very pleasantly pleased with it. Um, Yeah. I think it'll only get better from there. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely learned, I would say that um, just like every time we go out, uh, you know, you learn, you learn a lot, you know, every single time you go out, you try and put something else, like a little something like in the toolbox, you know, uh, whether it's like a spot where you catch a fish or it's a lure that you're using or, you know, whatever it is. I definitely think we added quite a few things into the toolbox on our last trip. One of those things was definitely the way that you were able to use your electronics. Also very new for me. I'd never really done that before, but I feel like it was more, we, we applied it a, enough times to know that it wasn't a coincidence, which I think is, yeah. You yeah. Know, it was cool. It was very yeah. cool. Um, So props to you for like, you know, that's one of the things that we talked about in our, and maybe not our last podcast, but the one before that were like the things that you can do to make yourself a better fisherman. One of the things is like, you know, you're off the water research time, you know, what you're, 
you know, looking up and, you know, that kind of thing, what you're reading about. There you go. Josh did it. Yeah. I mean, it works. I, I, th- I think river smallmouth fishing, it's pretty limited on how often we'll get a lot of use out of that. Um, but in unfamiliar water, it might help some. And then, um, in, uh, in situations like that, man, where winter fishing, you're really looking for like, you know, fish that are very grouped up and they're not moving. Like, and that's right. the difference between winter time and really any other time, even in the fall when they're kind of wolf packed up, they're moving quite a bit. These fish were sitting like they were not moving at all. And there was probably, gosh, I mean, there had to have been at least 25 or 30 in that one little pod that we caught a bunch out of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I feel like this last trip, I learned more than I've learned in a while in one trip. Um, you know, the, the recording we deleted, uh, we deleted it, I would say 90% because of, we basically said where we were going, we, we did an on the water episode and we're recording it on our way. And, you know, it was, uh, really like a newer type exploratory area for us and i didn't really expect it to be that good you know i i did not expect it to be that good at all and i mean you know, who would have guessed that the golden gate bridge was just stacked with 20s <laughs> dude <laughs> but yeah i mean you know we we went there with uh you know pretty open expectations it was we got on the water it was cold as shit 34 degree water I mean, this is, you know, I think some people, and I'm not like calling anybody out, but certain seeing certain people and just in general, people say, oh, I caught a fish in wintertime, you know, and sometimes like November is wintertime. Most of the time it's not, You're that's a fall bite. December sometimes can be wintertime. This year it really wasn't, you know, especially early December. This is like wintertime, like, right all the things that there's ice on the edge of the water, the fish were, it wasn't just on the edge, dude. We had ice, we had icebergs dead ahead all day. Yeah. Dude, Josh, I broke my line twice. Josh on broke ice. off on icebergs. So, I mean, it, yeah, definitely dead of winter, super cold water. I think it was 34 between 34 and 35 degrees all day. You know, we're in the middle of a cooling trend, or at least when we went, we were, I mean, it was, you know, I think it was uh, in the 20s, air temperature wise. Josh and I had both had little buddy heaters on the boat, which was freaking sick. Those set are game a, changers. I, I set a fire with my gloves. My gloves. <laughs> Josh, Josh melted a glove uh, on the front of the boat. No, those were those buddy heaters are like also pretty incredible. I pretty mean, clutch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got we definitely were cold, but I'll say that I felt. It, I definitely did not feel as if we were roughing it. Let's just put it that way. Well, I think the main considering thing, how much we've made it suck on ourselves for the, like the last yeah, I know decade. Well, I think the main thing with those, I personally, it's just me. If I'm dressed right, I don't really get cold like in the traditional sense where you're like shivering. I, my hands just get really cold and they go numb after a while. And those buddy heaters really. You know, they give you an opportunity to take your gloves off, warm your hands up and get, you know, circulation back in and put your gloves back on. And you can just kind of repeat that 
over and over again. And it yeah. does. I mean, besides the discomfort from your hands going numb, it really just makes it hard to fish because you can't, you have no dexterity. You can't retie your lures very easy. It just makes, and it, you're looking for a bite, like our bites, uh, other sensitive. than a couple I have. Yeah, dude, you were really needing to feel every little bump and be super careful about moving your lure, you know, because if you felt basically, I mean, we probably had three times as many, maybe four times as many hook sets with nothing on the end as we did actual fish hook sets. Um, I, I guess one thing, yeah, I mean, for sure. One thing we should probably just go ahead and say is um, just put it out there, dude. The inches. Yeah, we definitely need to drop stats. So let's let's hear it. So uh, I put it on Instagram, but um, our best five went for 101.25 inches. Um, and I had told people, a couple other people, because they were asking uh, like I said, like 105 or whatever, but actually that 105 number, 100.5 inches was, was Chris's best five. <laughs> so yeah, pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris, um, slaughtered me, uh, in, in the most brutal savage fashion he could, <laughs> he gets up on the front of front deck. Oh, of here Mongo. we go. This is such shenanigans. <laughs> it catches, Three twenties right out from under me, dude. I mean, like that is such... most, dude. It was so it was so savage. Like <laughs> the the first one, I was the first one was the biggest one. The first one was the 21, 21 and a half. And mm. on the recording on a recording to the um to the river, Chris made one prediction that he was going to break his PB that day, right? Yep. It's all he said. I'm going to break my PB that said, day. said, I'm going to break my PB. I'm going to go 22 inches today. <laughs> yeah. And he catches that fish, and it was a huge, huge fish. Um, You know, I I didn't know exactly how big it was. I He puts it on the board, and I'm at the front of the boat. He's at the back, which you did catch that one in the back, I believe, like the I back did. deck. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I caught actually um, two, two of the 20s I caught from the back deck, but no big deal. Go ahead. Keep, I'll let yeah. you. The third one is the one you actually stole from me. The third one I'll give you. I I definitely. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, so he's like, you know, typical fisherman, you know, you're like nervous and you're putting on the board and stuff. And he's like, oh, oh, Josh, this is 20. This is 22. And uh, I was like, (laughs) you know, oh, man. So I walk back there and I look and. You know, it was on 22. The problem was the mouth was like a half inch from the edge of the board. And I yeah. was like, wait a second there, bud. <laughs> Don't mean yeah. to burst your bubble. But I was like, we got to we gotta measure this one legally. So it was. Well, I, I mean, it was, it was close. Was, it was closer than. It was close. It wasn't like one of those you could have no, finessed no. a 22. Or else I would have been totally for it. Um, uh, <laughs> just because i would have called my shot so epically yeah, yeah i mean incredible. i i was actually really really happy for your success even when i was so <laughs> you liar <laughs> here's what here's the way the day went so we find we 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 spent two hours fishing with no bites not a single goddamn Hold bite on. i would like to clarify the record on one simple point 
when I claimed I thought it was a 22, this is all, this all took place like instantly, like within like one second. I said, Oh my God, I think this is 22. Josh literally leapt, pushed me out of the way, (laughs) almost fell into the water and said, let me measure it. And and then I'm pretty sure I saw him take a a small pair of fingernail clippers, (laughs) clip off that fish's tail. But I can't be certain about that. I didn't get that on the video. So uh, no, but it's, it is true. Like, like I would say we got on the water at what time? Like, uh, like around nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we nine. got on the water at nine and you know, we, we typically like, I do like fishing even in the winter. I like fishing that like early morning bite most of the time. And so we got on the water at nine. It, it had been light for about what, like an hour or so. So it was still mm-hmm. morning for sure. Freezing cold. I mean, we were literally like our faces were like numb when we got to the spot. Cause it was a, a pretty long run. I mean, it's at least like six miles to get to the first spot where we like to fish. So, and so we get there and we spent, how long was it before we got our first one? Um, it was two hours. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even have a bite. Like it wasn't like, oh man, we caught a couple of small ones. Like we had zero bites, um, right at all. And, uh, the river, go ahead, sir. Yeah. So we decided to relocate. So we went, we ran to another spot that was a little bit, a little bit, uh, further downstream um and we ended up you caught you caught the first one right yeah so historically on this river um we will uh so when we go to other spots we've never been to this river when it's been low right so it's yeah. always been high um and Generally speaking, when it's been high, we found the fish pushed on the the basically the edge of the the river, the outside bend. And we spent most of our first two hours fishing all the outside bends. Well, just the channel side, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the channel side. And uh, there's an eddy, a big yeah. eddy on the channel side. Yeah. So, um we just weren't having any success. And I caught the first fish sort of more towards the middle of the river. Yep. And we were kind of like, huh, that's weird. Um, we didn't think they would be over there. So when we ended up, this is when we use side scan. We turned on the depth finder. We start kind of trolling around and looking. And then I was like, Oh shoot here. These look, this looks like a big pot of fish. And it was on the inside of the bend, um, which, you know, you had like the channel, like the main current running through kind of through the middle. And because it's low, there's a kind of a slack at part on the outside and slack part on the inside. And we just don't usually fish inside corners. Like just in the wintertime, we usually think they go more towards the channel side. It's a little deeper. Yeah. They tend to be silty, not clean. Yeah, exactly. Less, not a lot of cover over there. Yeah. Less substrate, less, which, you know, I still think the substrate was okay where we were at, but anyways, uh, yeah, I caught that first fish and it, you know, it was two hours in where, and we were talking like, this is how we're, it, we're talking the about conversation. Yeah. was going, it was like, we're like, man, uh, we might get skunked today. Caught that fish. And I was pretty pumped. We have a picture of me holding it with Chris Pine. I was like, you know, got the skunk off. And then it was maybe like a couple minutes later, Chris caught another one, you know, uh, 
wasn't big. They're like, okay, well, maybe they're over here. And this is when we used side scan. We found what I thought was a pod backed up. And it was like, <sighs> I mean, it was on like Donkey Kong, dude. Yeah. The For first about three fish. And you... and a half, three and a half, four hours. I mean, it was like we couldn't. Every every couple minutes, one of us was smoking one. And, you know, we I don't know if it's the time window. We don't know if like, because we also changed baits. Like at the same time, we fished yeah. for the first two hours. We both changed. I had been fishing like a Shad Z on a Ned Head, which is like a new presentation. It's a like a really small bait fish. Josh was fishing like a, a hair jig with like a big trailer on it. And we were just kind of you know, plugging, plugging along, I guess. And so we decided, you know, like right around 11, we're going to switch baits, switch things up, you know, move to a different spot. And just from there, absolutely. Yeah. It was crazy, man. Like three and a half hours of, I caught, so in total, I caught a 21 and a half, uh, two 20 and a half, a 19 and a half and a 19. And Josh caught, I caught a catch? 19 and a half and 19 and a quarter. 19 and a half and a 19 and a quarter. And then an eight and a couple 18s as well. Yeah. Yeah. A couple 18s, um, which, you know, I think you had caught at least two twenties if, or that 21 and a half and another 20 and then maybe even a 19 before I even caught anything of size. Um, so I was still very happy for you at this point. I was, you took it was, like a champ, dude. You did. Was, you did. I was very like, very, you know, trying to really, I was just knowing that because we were fishing together, I was just going to claim these fish, you know, as mine. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I finally ended up, um, catching a couple 19s or that 19 half 19 quarter, like back to back. Got, yeah, got me say, on... that took the, that took the salt off of it. Cause that 19 and a half you caught was a giant too. And yeah. Yeah. I felt was... I, I felt pretty good. Like I was like, okay, but I was also like, all right, I got to get a 20 here. And I went, I jumped off the front deck, which we had both been fishing off the front deck for quite a while at this point, you know, just clarify here. Um, And I jumped off because we had that. We we have to hold hands. Yeah. We're going to fish without holding hands. Are you kidding? (laughs) We're not savages. Uh, uh, Well, I jumped off to, cause I, we were at this point and, another you thing, were looking at the graph yeah yeah another thing a, a surprising twist a, a boat moved into our spot yeah. um we had a boat literally the, almost the entire time we were catching fish they were within maybe what 50 yards of us not even i mean they were close i mean they were i mean at, at a couple points they were within casting range of us, yeah and they were trolling for walleye trolling yeah. for or maybe walleye i don't really they, we didn't really see him catch anything but yeah it was crazy literally like yeah within 20 minutes of us starting to catch fish like another boat shows up so we're like oh great here we go i think it was actually and like that 21 you caught right in front they of literally them. yeah i think that's the one they saw you catch um so anyways i we had this spot was very small that we had kind of like like oh they're here i mean we were moving up and down stream maybe like 20 yards 30 yards like it was pretty confined area but i would hop back to try to look at the graph to see where that pod was at um and 
almost like I found it again. I was like, oh, here it is. Here's the pod. And I like spot locked us and dude, Chris hooked into that thing. And this is the one time I was very salty. I was like, I got, I, can't I was like, you me. got to be fucking kidding me. Is this another 20? And dude, sure enough, he pulls that up in three twenties <laughs> on the day, dude. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Um, I wanted one of those well, very badly. I wanted you to get one. That's what that's what also sucks is like I was you having, just handed me the rod and said, I thought Here about you, go, it. Dude. <laughs> you want to reel it in? Um, no, I did. I did. It does. I did want you to get one for sure. I mean, I I would have I would have gladly sacrificed the last one. If, I will if, say this. Had I not. not already caught a 20 this year on White River, um, which I don't think we've we haven't done a pod since then, have we? Um, no, you should talk about it. Yeah, I caught uh, 20 uh, a couple weeks, or maybe, yeah, maybe a week before that. It was in January, so um, so it made me, I was, I was, I was okay. And you caught okay it on a spinnerbait moving, you know, yeah. like, a real, like a real, like, summertime type eat, so. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah. So, uh I'm sure if Chris would have went with me on that, he would have stole that fish too. So it's probably good that I ended up going by myself. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just would have been playing defense as you tried to cast. I mean, that's what we on that boat. We met you earn all the fish you catch because we're constantly playing defense. So yeah, that I did Facetime you after I caught that and rubbed it in because you, you, it was one of those you. I asked you if you wanted to go, and I, I don't think you even responded to me. So. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go by myself. And then you you better bet you he answered that FaceTime because he knew exactly I knew. what I that knew. was. Let's, I knew it. <laughs> I was sitting in my office doing discovery responses and just like, uh, like, it's look how nice it looks outside. It's so it was getting ready to snow and it looked, you know, really cool. And I was like, man, I should have gone fishing. And then about that time. I get the FaceTime call and Josh is holding a giant. So, um, but yeah, you man, redeemed yourself. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I think it was, you know, it's always like, uh, you always go into these things with such low expectations, like wintertime fishing. Like I, I legitimately Ashley doesn't understand it. And mo- to be honest, most people don't, but like if we go out and we catch like, like one good fish over 18 inches, I'm like, decent yeah you can't you can't ever say like oh man that day was a freaking failure if you caught one over 18 in the winter it's like decent day not bad it wasn't horrible i would have liked if we caught blah 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 but not bad um so you always go into you always go into these things with like those types of expectations and when you stumble upon like literally is my best day of i mean i've caught an equivalent size bag. I no, actually, I think it was my best day ever. Even on like Upper Mississippi, like I think it's my best day ever. I think I've had a couple days really close to that. Um, but I had I. I mean, I've caught three twenties and a couple nineteens in a day, but I don't know that I've ever had a twenty one. And yeah, I definitely and and yeah, two nineteens. I don't. I'd have to look back and think there's one particular day that I'm sure you're very aware of that I think I had a 21, a 20 and a half, a 20, and then a bunch of ones that were like right below 20. It would have been very close. Um, But again, that's, 
whole different ball game. We're talking Indiana water where you don't fish very often, and you know it was uh it was special, dude. We and we really had good numbers too. We caught you know probably we said close to thirty fish. So yeah, I thought know. I thought so. Thirty, I thought thirty sounded about right. I mean, yeah, you know, for I mean, a while it was you know one after the other. You know, every couple minutes. It wasn't like the one time where we were we caught like a hundred. You know, where it was like numbers wise, we weren't catching them every cast or anything. Right. The bites were super subtle. Like, and this is the difference. Like that day when we caught like a hundred fish, it was really high and those fish were jammed in one spot and but they weren't like they were in one spot because the current was forcing them to be in one spot and they were like they were still like moving like you could feel them like tick 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 they were biting these fish dude i if it was clear enough to where we yeah if you if it was clear enough where you could have seen the bottom i think you were just seeing them literally just sitting there not doing anything um, and a lot of times when they're like that, they won't even eat. So we, I think we did catch them in a window where they were at least in a feeding, you know, at mood. Um, cause I've, dude, I've been in situations where I've seen the fish and drug it right over their face and they won't do anything. So I mean, at least is, we caught them in a good way, you know? Yeah. I, it was definitely very subtle though. Like you would be moving your like you know you'd be kind of swimming your ned rig is what we were using you know and yeah you'd just be moving them along bottom and you would just feel something different half the time it would be bottom half the time it would be a fish i mean there really wasn't any like definitive like that 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 or a single even clunk you know that you feel sometimes it was just oh, this feels different than it should set the hook yeah oh, that was bottom or boom oh that was a fish so Yes, yeah, it, it was wild, man. I think one thing, you know, there were one of the reasons that can't explain why. I mean, because it was temperature wise, it made no sense that they would have been feeding when we were there because we were on a downward spike and, you know, it was very, very cold. But I do think one thing that, you know, we saw tons of dead bait fish in the river, like tons of dead bait fish floating down middle of the water column, just kind of kicking, kicking around. So that yeah. could have that could have sparked a little feeding frenzy. I mean, those fish were very like edible even for winter. I mean, they were barely moving, like kicking around, looking like they were dying. It's weird. So it was yeah. it was odd. Yeah, it's a weird weird set of circumstances. It's definitely the best January day we've ever had. Uh, well, I, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say we've had a couple other winter days that weren't quite that good but they were pretty good so i think the payoff in the winter time are days like that where you just i mean we've said it a thousand times it sucks like 95 percent of the time in the winter but if you really know what you're doing and i'm not saying we know what we're doing like 100 percent. here's the thing we have a few rivers that we found spots that were like we know this is a winter spot you know that's really the difference. Like we know they're somewhere around here and this spot that we went is, you know, one we really haven't done that well on, but you know, that's why we are sort of like, Oh, let's go, you know, check this new spot out today. Um, but 
we knew that there were fish in there. Like, we weren't, like, guessing if, like, oh, this looks like a winter spot. There might be fish in here. Like, we knew. It's like, yeah, they, they hang out here, for sure. The, right. The thing about right now is the water's so low, we just, that's where I think we cracked a code somewhat for me is, like, when it's high and we found them on those outside channel edges, that's where I think they all are. But when it's low, it's like, where do they go? Do they spread out? No, they're still grouped together. Still very tightly grouped together. That group is just in a different spot in the river. Yeah. And that's the main takeaway that I had from that day. It's like, man, now I kind of can apply that to a few different areas that we know are good and be like, oh, it's low. We need to check out the inside of this bend, not the outside of this bend. Um, right. So that's sort of... You know, the one thing, uh, obviously, it was a really fun trip. You know, it's crazy. I, I still, I, it, although it was our best, you know, day, I guess you could say, it wasn't the most fun day for me. It was very no. fun. You know, winter fishing has a, <laughs> it's 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 hard to say that because you're catching those fish, but dude, it was pretty, I mean, there was no like, ooh, did you see that? you know, eat or like none of that. Right. Like it's pretty, it's yeah, it's, it's a, it's definitely a, an itch scratcher. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Chris and the, our other recordings, like I scratched that bad boy raw. She's bleeding. <laughs> She's bleeding today, baby. I'm still bleeding. Uh, I'm sure. No, it's, uh, it, it was fun though. I mean, it's, it's always, you know, day like that, you can't ever say it wasn't great i mean we got to see the oh, golden yeah. gate we got to see the golden gate bridge hoover dam <laughs> oblivion rainforest we got to see uh, a beach in belize we got to see all kinds of stuff that people you know they it takes them a lifetime to accumulate those yeah. experiences yeah dude uh it was definitely it was check fun out man. Ins- check out our instagram we posted all the fish pictures and and we are we were super cautious to not burn this new spot so uh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we're not we're not gonna burn it. Um, the only way, that, literally, the only way you will ever find out where we were at is if you find us there, and even then, we're gonna deny, deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, this ain't the spot, dude. No, dude. <laughs> this is uh, this is a different spot. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it. So. Uh, but yeah, it was fun, dude. It was a good time, man. We freaking murdered him. There's really not any else to say about it no (laughs) i don't think it i think we put it out there i think i'm much happier with how this one went than the one the hot we were we weren't just wet boys we were hot boys that morning dude we were we were yeah throwing f-bombs and all kinds of stuff i mean it was it was wild stuff Um, but you know we're delirious i mean yeah three hours of sleep yeah i know you know long just it's just a bad deal I definitely, it was my birthday weekend and I was out real late and it was, you know, honestly, today is when that hit, that sleep deprivation hit me. Yeah. I, it was weird. It's like two days later, I got up and worked out this morning and like Katie and the the girls left for school and it was like 830 and I like sat on the couch and just passed out, dude. I was like, I'm very tired. Um, it definitely it, hit me the next day too. Cause I worked out the night after we fished and I saw that. I was like, dude, I was like, I can't believe you worked out that. Man. I had some discipline, bud. 
Uh, yeah, I, I was out and I was like, man, you're a monster, dude. You got up at, you know, you're doing your thing. It's 35, whew, just a number. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> just a number. Then Monday hit and I was like, fuck. I, I yeah. barely got to, I barely got home on Monday yeah. night. It's weird how that, that works, dude. Your body just like delays the response, but um, I do it 10 times in a row over again. <laughs> you know, like that was freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to do some, I want to do some shouties, um, some shout outs to the, to the boys that might be listening um, before we get off here. Um, yeah, go ahead. Shout out, shout out to our boy, Derek Burton, dude. Huger DB. state fishing. Who doesn't even need us anymore? He's <laughs> yeah, legit. He's so. legitimate famous. He's an Instagram influencer. Um, you guys already know him and love him. Uh, Huger State Fishing just reached ten thousand followers on Instagram. And just proud of that dude, you know? Yeah, he puts out unbelievable, like original content. Dude is, uh, he's a master. Uh, hard work i like it's gonna sound really dumb because it's social media and it's whatever but like <clears throat> he did put so much work he put a lot of work into that so it was kind of cool i mean it was like a i know it's been a goal of his for a long time to get to that he made it yeah it's did pretty it hard work and putting out good stuff and yeah pretty I, awesome, his stuff man. cracks me up dude that one that <laughs> the one with the guy that's in the speedo that traps him in the net <laughs> <laughs> like a little sucker fish like yeah. a little so, voice in the background oh. i was i was talking to him about that there's <clears throat> that original video of that dude in the speedo comes from, there's a subset of these like instagram accounts that are like they're like called cringe there's like a bunch of different ones but it's like cringe it's okay. like cringy cringe cri- whatever they're all like and they're like basically. I bet, our, I bet we're on there at some point. <laughs> Probably, dude. Dude, like, look at fishing. Like, so cool. <laughs> no, no. You need to get on there. It's like, I mean, the guy with the speedo and this and and the selfie stick was probably more the classier side of that. Those <laughs> those pages. <laughs> so there's just stuff on there that's. It's, you got me. You, I'm a fish. You got me. <laughs> oh, dude, it, it's bad. But yeah, Derek, man, congrats on that, dude. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you're not subscribed to, I like how Chris says that. He says Huger, Huger. State Fishing. Um, screw you, dude. Because you, you you don't even support us. You don't support our friends. Um, right. Oh, and also check out uh, Working Class Fishing Podcast. Josh yeah. and I just. Uh, we just did an episode with those guys. Pretty sure we have no danger of, of acquiring any new listeners from that little appearance, but it's out there. <laughs> you know, so, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, you know, it's fine. I, I definitely asked one of the dumbest questions I've ever asked to an audience of who knows how many people. I lassoing sturgeon. Yeah, I asked if you could lasso sturgeon. Circa our another lost episode, our our episode on the Saint Croix when our uh, plumber talked mad shit on us and oh told us gosh. a yarn about how he used to lasso sturgeon in the Chippewa Falls. So you know, 
Anyways, it's out there now for the internet forever. My kids can realize that I was a complete moron and asked a dumb question. So it's out there. Go um, check it out. So we, uh, we've we kind of revamped our, our uh, annual trip. Um, I, I We don't have to cover it very like a ton on this episode, but uh, we decided to uh, move away from Memorial Day weekend and we're going to we moved that trip to July, uh, partially because the spawn, we're very anti-bed fishing. Like we don't, like we it. hate it. We hate it. You should, you should be murdered if you bed fish for smallmouth, especially river smallmouth. Josh is the uh, Greta, Greta Thunberg of, uh, <laughs> of bed fishing. He hates yeah, it. He's yeah. anti. I think they should all die. All the fishermen that bed fish should die. Um, no, but we de- <laughs> we decided that for multiple reasons that we wanted to go um, up to Minnesota during the summertime, and we're able to get all the boys on the same you know on the same date, and we're going to be going up. Uh, I think it's maybe like the second week of July. Something I'm not like sure that. yet. Yeah, I don't know yet, but we do July. know. We, it's it's locked in. It's locked in. You didn't know that. You didn't see that. Yeah, it's locked in. Uh, what are you shaking your head for? <laughs> don't put. Just, I don't know. It's we'll just have to see. You think some other people are going to come up and crash our party or something? Don't please don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> well, we're we're going uh, somewhere we haven't been before. So if we haven't said it yet, so you know, yeah. it'll be fun, yeah. man. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a blast. Yeah, for you know, sure, man. Can't wait to do uh, some skinny dipping again, some <laughs> some bare chested wrestling in the backyard. Um, what are some of the other stuff that we've done in the past on that trip? Jeez, dude. Uh, long walks, little, holding the little hands. mini mini frisbee you brought one year. We played that with that avanche. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Well, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Any any other big any other big shout outs? You know, I, I don't know, have shout outs necessarily. I will say this. Um, I was serious about get doing a, a wet boy gathering next yeah. year. So we had a, you know, secret code on the, you'll have to go back in the episode and find it. To be honest, if you didn't hear it, there was a specific uh, prompt that if you right. wanted an invite, you had to do something very specific. And we had quite a few people do it. Yeah, we um, did. Uh, do you want to tell which episode that was so they can go back and listen to it? I don't even know if I want to do that. I just think you need to just, I think it's just, you just listen to all the, listen to all of them to the very end. And I will say that I'll say this. I do believe the code word was put out towards the end of one of the episodes. So, yeah, it was, it was probably the last like five minutes of the episode. Um, let me see here. Where? I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Okay, I found it. I will say this: it is between episode 100 and 110. There. Okay. Um, that's that new, that's all. It's that new new. But yeah, there's a code word to get into our into our speakeasy. Uh, yeah, it's basically what it is. Um, so if uh, yeah, we're gonna organize something this uh, this summer for sure. Oh, I will give a. Uh, 
you Little know skulls and crossbones i'm thinking we get we get all some some really dark secrets from the boys we cut each other's palms some... open and we <laughs> <Yeah>. do a... <laughs> rub blood on our faces uh, we get welcome to the family yeah it's, it's gonna uh, be a real induction uh, so um i did get a chance to go uh see a few wet boys um for the first time i actually met bryce clendening uh What's he's up, a, what's up? he's he's an avid listener but um this was all um sort of prompted by Chad Miller famous guide of Sugar Creek and Tippecanoe Tippecanoe um uh he put a uh, proposal to the state to the DNR to ban um cast netting um on uh, Sugar Creek which I actually am all for. I think it's a great idea. Unfortunately, you're the, all for netting, right? Yeah, I'm all for <laughs> netting and killing as many smallmouth as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, uh, the bureaucrats in the freaking state—they shot that bitch down like a wounded duck, dude. They didn't even give it a chance to survive. And uh, we uh, tempers got a little flared. You know, people may or may not have stormed out. Some gills, um, some gills got flared. Hmm? Yeah, some gills got <laughs> flared. Uh, but uh, I would encourage you. There's a petition floating around. We put it on our story. Go sign the petition. I don't care if you're from Indiana or not. Just support us. Sugar Creek's awesome, and it shouldn't have people netting a bunch of bait fish and killing. You know, the ecosystem. Um, Plus, it's and, bad. Uh, it's bad for the dolphins as well. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> yeah. talking about. I think if Chad would have made this into a dolphin issue, I think they would have had to have listened. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I got to meet a couple people um, uh, that I hadn't met before, but it was kind of, it was cool, man. We, uh, uh, I can't remember that guy's last name. Uh, he's the indie Texan guy, the guide on White River. Oh, Jason, Jason Darman. Darman. Yeah, he yeah. was there, which I met him before. Um, yeah, there's a few guys there that showed up to support the proposal and yeah, it was, uh, it was okay. Um, sort of a waste of of our time. (laughs) Didn't even let you be heard. Right. I mean, they just shut shut down the meeting without any public comment. Yeah. I think that was the NRC. Is that what it was? The natural natural resource council? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that was the sort of point of contention there is the fact that the people that were there and we were the only non state employees there. Like everybody else was clearly a state employee. Uh, we were there for a very specific reason. There was only like eight of us and they could have easily let us get up there and feel good about ourselves and then shot us down, but they did not do that. And I was pretty disappointed. Um, you, you, you could do better than that, Indiana. You, you can do better. Like only slightly, but you could do better. <laughs> that's that's what the message Josh is sending. Be, be shoot better, us down, Indiana. shoot us down, but let us be heard. Let the people yeah. be let the people be heard before you deny them, dude. I will say this though: after Chad had left, we stood out and talked for like thirty minutes. Um, the assistant director of the DNR came out and approached me, uh, Rob Connors and uh jason diarman and was like she was super cool it was like hey you know i didn't know you guys were staying she obviously had stayed through the whole hearing and she gave me her card and said you know i'd like to get together with you guys and maybe 
do a little sort of small council and get um, get some feedback from you guys about you know people that are really boots on the ground. So <laughs> so yeah, uh, Chris is making all kinds of rude gestures over video right now, and I'm having a hard time. I'm sorry, I'm I'm yawning. My bad, dude. <laughs> I won't do that anymore. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I will say, not, is it impolite to check if you've got stuff in your teeth on a webcam? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, it was what it was. Um, go sign the petition, though. Uh, other than that, man, uh, you know, just looking forward to spring. Um, you know, even as good of days we have, dude, I still can't wait to freaking chuck a spinnerbait um, in some muddy high water. Dude, you, I just, you actually, I, I misquoted uh, or I misstated the bait that you started off with. You did start with a spinner bait, I and did. it was and it was so cold that it froze your bait caster. So <laughs> yeah, I actually forgot about that. Um, his bait caster yeah. literally froze in his <laughs> hand; would not cast anymore. Yeah, we were getting ice in our guides and all kinds of stuff at first. It it definitely got a little easier as the day uh, yeah. sun as it warmed was, up. Sun was warm. For sure. Yeah, at one point I was like, "Oh, it's actually kind of nice out." We turned the heaters off. Yeah, it was feeling pretty nice, but just use body warmth at that point. That's all we required. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, that's all I have, man. I'm I'm looking forward to spring. Uh, I'm looking forward to fishing my ass off, and really, you know, March. I'm. I will say this for those of you who sort of view April, you know, May as like the holy grail of fishing in Indiana, smallmouth fishing. Um March is probably the best big fish month that you're that we have. You know, so sans winter. Uh, I guess big fish month where you're actually gonna get like eats, like uh like actually like attacking eats. Um you won't catch very many. You're not going to go out and have a 50 fish day, but man, he, out of 10 fish, like you have a chance at a giant. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you before we end this, um, what, when is, uh, so Josh's uh, apparel company, a Chigan brand has, they have the Smalley games, which they've did last year was their first year. And they're, you guys are working on the board game for 2023 right now, right? Yeah. So uh, when is that going to come out? So it will start, like the games will start on March 1st. So anything that you catch after March 1st will be eligible for the games. We may or may not allow for one bonus fish like we did last year, which I thought was kind of a good idea. So technically if Chris plays one of his fish that he caught yesterday or Sunday would count. Um, oh, I wanted to shout out the guys that did the, um, that got the, the highest level in that too. There oh were, yeah, bronze masters, baby. Yeah, there were uh, a lot of participants. I mean, for your first year doing it, I was surprised. You put up the number of people. Oh, it was 85. So 85 people played the game yep. last year. And the idea was it was like a board game with like, uh, if you caught a 20, you know, that would cover up four or five pieces. If you caught a 19, it would cover up three pieces. And the idea was just to cover up all the pieces. So, yeah. you know, the more, if you caught a 23, it would cover up like eight pieces or something like that. An 18 would cover up one piece or two pieces or something. So, 
you know, it was, it was an interesting, cool uh, concept that Josh and his boys came up with. And I'll just read them off since Josh would have to brag on himself if uh, <laughs> if he read the bronze master list. But we've got Joe Lynx from the Finger Lakes up in New York. Uh, <laughs> Nick Necrelli, uh, huger boy. And, you know, Nick, I, his has got to be the most impressive, I think. Um, yeah, because he did it on a uh, stretch of river that was like two miles. It's all he, he did fishes. it. He did it like all on the white river, except for I think he caught one fish not on the white river. Um, but he did it all on the white river. And I think all of it inside of city limits, which is yeah, pretty phenomenal. Crazy. Uh, Justin Marshall uh, or Marshall, um, who I don't know. He's in Ohio. He's in Ohio. Ohio guy. Yeah. All yeah. right. We got He's Bryce with Brad Hicks. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Bryce Clendenning, um, who's from Western Indiana. His were all from Indiana, just so, to be clear. All of gotcha. his fish, are. all Indiana fish, which is pretty phenomenal. Jake Harshman, who's a Susky guy, um, who did a bunch of great, bunch of good things in tournaments this year. Fished a lot of tournaments. Jason Myers, another Ohio boy. Um, more of a also- man than a boy, but yeah. He's he uh, may be the oldest competitor to get it. What do you think? Uh, he's he could be he could be our dad. So he kind of is. That's true. But <laughs> I he, know, I'm joking. I don't know how old he is, but he's it's like seventy five. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's probably thirty five, thirty six. But uh, uh, Nicarelli might Nicarelli's probably thirty six or thirty seven too. Well, Anyways, I'm thirty eight. So. <laughs> Are you real? Oh yeah, you are. You're an old, old dog. Old farm. Anyways, all these young, all these uh, young new bio fishermen on here. Jeremy Crow, who's from Michigan, uh, who fishes. You know, he fishes like the Ann Arbor area. Big, uh, big fan of the show. Big fan of that guy. Uh, Ryan Dahl, who's another Ohio boy, Western Ohio, Cincinnati area. Absolute hammer. Go follow that dude. Tyler Atwell, who is from central Indiana. Um, so he fishes the White River a lot, fishes, you know, down on the south side. Good dude. And then Josh, the host of this podcast. Bronze co-host. master, dude. <laughs> the co-host of this podcast. Still, it's a co-host. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty great. Who did it first? Who was the first person to get it? Uh, I want to say it was either Ryan or Jason. They fish together. Jason, my oh, they do. Dude, yeah, that's a that is a crew you do not want to fish behind, right there. <laughs> if, you f- if you find yourself on the river behind Ryan Dahl and Jason Myers fishing together, go upstream, <laughs> don't or get in front of them somehow, but do not fish behind them because you will you're gonna have a shitty shitty day. Um, Low hole, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Low, you feel free to low hole those those gentlemen. Um, but anyways, yeah, pretty crazy um, stats got put up. You get lots of lots of quality fish there. So shout out to those boys. That's a pretty big accomplishment, honestly. First year of, do, of doing it and whatever, but you know it's it's pretty cool. And yeah, think, this year it's going to be. I won't say exponentially harder, but the game is way different. I'm hoping. Um, did you get rid of 17s? No, but it's not. You have to see. It's not this. The whole idea of like bigger fish equals bigger piece. 
not 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 it's completely different so okay. this is uh it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting a lot a you lot you can do anything lot, with this there's this a could, lot more strategy to it this year this, a lot this more strategy could be anything i mean it could be a twister style game this year it could knows. be i i would love that <laughs> naked twister <laughs> i would love that it's that's small games baby you never know what it's gonna, it may not even be fishing related it might just be a, a fun family night game yeah. so uh, all right well dude anything else you want to talk about or put out i don't think so man uh just uh let's grind out these last six weeks of winter and uh hopefully chris um failed to mention he called me feeling very high on the hog uh yesterday and said that he's shooting for not five not 10 not 15 but 20 fish over 20 inches in 2023 i'm doing so don't you can't i'm not gonna let you get in my head dude it's very feasible hey it can be done i I will not say it's feasible no way (laughs) it's not feasible (laughs) it's possible it's very, could... it's possible. Uh, likely? No. Two years ago, I did catch 13. 14. I will say this. A lot of it depends on how the spring goes and where you go in the spring. I'm going um, only, I'm going only high percentages. Just wait, dude. All right. When I do hey, it. I tell you what. When I do you, it, it's. If you do it, here's the thing. Any 20 inch fish, you got to post on a board to our page. So we don't. So then boys can hold you accountable. We ain't got no 19 and three quarters that we we stretch. Hey, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Oh my God. Just wait. We gotta, we gotta post them on Instagram on a board. I'll vouch for the three you caught. Don't say, don't say another, another word. All right. right. Chris is getting up from his desk and he's got something for us. I I don't know what it is. Um, Here's all I gotta say. (laughs) <laughs> keep, keep, on, keep on talking that shit homeboy see what, see what comes up oh dude we've told that story and um if you want to put it out there and you want to try and tarnish my reputation i ain't scared uh, okay. i ain't scared right. i'm not scared uh, oh, uh man. we should do that at gathering of the wet boys we'll just promise you there'll be a very exclusive story about josh that will be that will be hilarious i will allow it i'll allow it (laughs) sweet uh but yeah man i'm excited to get get uh done with this winter time and um yeah dude i hope you get your 20 2020s i did have one guy reach out to us said we should do some kind of 23 and 23 challenge or something and i'm like yeah but that's the same challenge I have every year. That's the same. I've and been doing that challenge. Literally no. Yeah. There's it no. Seems, it seems I'm not getting any closer, no, ma- no matter how many times I do it. I do think it's odd, dude. But so we both have multiple 21 and a halves on our resume. Yeah. I, I, it's shocking that we have not broken that yet. Like, I can't do it. I don't know what I've caught. How many 20? I, I guarantee you, I've caught 10, 21 and a halves not caught i don't know if i've caught that many i've caught a lot i bet you have, but... I bet you have. yeah you count i don't them know up over all, it count them up over all the years that we've been thinking about this i guarantee you it's been close to 10 dude i don't know but i yeah a 22 
would be super awesome to put on my resume because I'm tired of people asking if I've caught a 23 and I say, no, I've only caught a 21 and a half. Yeah. Um, let's get up. Let's get a little closer this year. I think that should be a good goal. I mean, let's, really the next, yeah. the next few weeks is probably our best shot if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah. Um, so Chris is going to go hammer our community spot again this weekend. He still hasn't invited me. Um, if you want to and... come, dude, I would be thrilled to have you. For <laughs> real, you want to come? I don't. You're, I don't I mean, even know if I don't even know if I can. Um, but uh, it probably is our best shot because we know that there are fish in that river system that are monsters. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we 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 had them cornered. We had them cornered uh, on Sunday, and it, the thing was, we fished literally as long as we could have. I mean, yeah. we could have maybe fished another forty-five minutes or so, but um, yeah, it was the bite definitely got worse as the day, as like after maybe three uh, thirty or so, it was kind of dead. Last so. hour and a half was not not fantastic, but. Anyways, man, well, I appreciate everybody listening to the show. We really, I mean, I am surprised the mileage we got out of this because I thought, I thought 15 minutes in, I was like, this is stalling out already. This is going to be, this is going to, this ended up being a, I, I'm happy with how this episode went. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Anyways, Uh, appreciate everybody waiting patiently. Enjoy it. Savor every moment's episode. Listen to it five times. Download it. Share it. Like it. You know. Absolutely. Put on your story, whatever. Um, whatever. We don't even know why that matters at all, but do it. <laughs> but yeah, sure. I think that's uh, that's all we have. So uh, until next time, uh, free the fighter. Free the fighter, baby. Later.